Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike and Laurent. It is Monday, May 17th, and in this episode, we will discuss Leicester's FA Cup victory, Chelsea choke, the Liverpool miracle again, the Women's Champions League, because why not? But first, Mike, we have to talk about your friend, Sir Harry of Kane. Is he with us? Is he gone? How's he doing? So this is going to be, I feel like I'm watching the, the, the new, all of the new Star Wars movies every summer, right? Because we're getting to that many like episodes in the saga and they all fucking suck. It's all the same movie. It's all nonsense and nothing happens. That's the Harry Kane saga. Sky Sports has had an agenda against Tottenham for 10 years now. And it has led with Harry Kane doesn't belong there. Harry Kane has to leave to win trophies. Harry Kane is too good for Tottenham. Tottenham should be selling Harry Kane every summer yeah. since 2014. Yeah, I, I'm willing I, I to don't, bet I don't, 100 bucks to anybody who's listening I think to this everyone thinks he's going to leave. Everyone thinks Sky Sports has an a, a agenda against them. So I tend not to believe that. Now, do they have... One too many Man United and Liverpool people on there. Yeah. They are also the two most successful clubs, which makes sense why they would have the same pundits over and over again. Anyway, yes, it is annoying. And again, it goes back to the fact that they don't have any news to cover. So they just manufacture the same shit over and over again because the players aren't allowed to say anything. And they don't have like press conferences all the time where after every game they're sitting in front of the guy's locker. So they just run the same shit back over and over again. Yeah, it's super lazy. It's exhausting. Here's the problem, though. For the first time ever, it makes sense. He shouldn't be He should leave. Yeah, he should. Like the team is should leave. And by the way, he's 28 now. He should go. Yeah. It's sort of shit to get off the pot time. Yeah. And he had an incredible season. Like there have been, I think I saw this four strikers in Premier League history. Shearer, Henry, Henry, um, Luis Suarez and Kane, who have been involved in this in as many goal uh, contributions as he has. I think it's over 40 or 30. Meaning 30. goals plus assists, essentially. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's having an all-time historical great season. In the, it, in it, the strongest it, version it, of the Premier League we've seen. Like, as much as people that's right. say that it is, there's no way that it is. Like, I think that if you go down, almost every single team in the Premier League has good players. That you'd go, ooh, I could use St. Maxima. Ooh. Even on Wolves. Oh, I could use sure. freaking Neto. Ooh, ooh, I like him. I like that guy. Every Peyton single Neto, team, absolutely. you go down, right? You go down, you'd be like, ooh, Grealish. Ooh, Everton. Hames eh. is a fucking world-class player. So there's good players everywhere, and every week is a good – I mean, maybe yeah. Sheffield doesn't really have any good players. <laughs> but but they did last season. I would have had, like, you know, O'Donnell or Egan or, or someone like that. But, yeah, that's interesting. So let's just uh, – let's transition – Kane probably going to go to United or Chelsea. No, he'll never go to Chelsea. And, oh, and United, so there's it's United or bust. Well, well, I mean, Cavani's staying for another year. I mean, and and City need a striker. City's the only one that makes sense in England that they would actually sell him to, and because they have the money. Frankly, the other the thing, thing is, I wonder Kane about is the only is, one who's um, smart enough that could play at City. Yeah, like, the way oh, he yeah. moves, what he does how intelligent he is he won't he's not just like a goon right he'll he'll get it right like he'll 
he'll he'll connect with Pep. But what will happen is he will not score as many goals because he won't play as much. He'll play like you know thirty games. That's right. That's right. When he, when he, he has will those play injuries, all the important Champions right, League games, right. he'll play. When he has those injuries, he won't come back early and get hurt again. He'll just when he takes a knock, they'll take him off. Like they have other ways to play, right? The only thing yeah, I, I think could... actually Man City might be good for him health wise because yeah, they will sure. Pep will guard against that. Here's the thing. Harry Kane is he's just a horse. He runs himself into the ground every year. And at some yep. point he gets stepped on and he hurts his ankle or his knee or something like that. Right. And he, so and he is, and he is cities, dirty in a good way. Uh, like he elbows guys. Well, he backs it. He's just an athlete. I don't know. I, I look at it in city. He would be overall healthier, right? He would be stronger. He would have, he wouldn't have to play that many games. They put Jesus on for 40 minutes at the end of a game or something like that. Like, yeah, so sure. he wouldn't, he'd be fine. And he, so, um, the, the only thing is, is that the only thing is, is that he doesn't fit the profile. He would be the oldest no, yeah. signing city has made since like Nolito or something ridiculous. Like he, they don't sign 28 year olds. I guess here's a stupid question, but you can answer it as a city fan. Yeah. Let's say you win the Champions League this year. Yeah. Do you really want to go spend $150 million on a striker? Do you really want to do that? Do you, do you feel the need to do that? No, that's a not been our model. Our, our model has been to, instead of signing one megastar at 120 or 150, to take to sign three guys for 50. That's what City does, right? right? And, and, I think, and it's yeah, ineffective. And I think, and I think it's, a, except at the moment it was like, Diaz, that's the guy, we're getting him, boom, we'll pay the market. But he was only 60-something. He wasn't he was 70. He was up, it was, big, it was a big number for a defender. He's our oh, highest. Okay. He's our highest signing ever. Okay. Yeah, well, that makes sense then. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, so I, I think that he goes to Madrid if he goes anywhere. Maybe PSG. Maybe because the Pochettino. Don't have money. They they'll find it. <laughs> That's what they keep saying, but they don't have the money. <laughs> I know. Anyway, and so I don't think he's going anywhere. And even if he was, if he wanted to leave, you still have the Danny Levy effect. The, th- the reason I don't want to sell him is the obvious one. I love Harry Kane more than I love members of my own family. Yeah. But um, I have zero confidence in Daniel Levy and whoever the manager is to replace Harry Kane. If you have $150 million for Harry Kane, you're going to get six Eric Lamellas. No, thank you. No, thanks. Yeah, no, that's not that's not going to work. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. So we've you seen want, it time and time again that he can't It never works. The the money it, you can never replace the guy that you got it. Neymar it didn't work. Like what team has sold and replaced well? Liverpool with Coutinho, but Coutinho was overpriced the second they sold him. Like who the fuck? The Coutinho was never a hundred fifty million dollar player. Oh, what God. the fuck were you doing? It's genius. Yeah. Well, that's where Barcelona find themselves today now. Yeah. Right? Exactly. They're like, oh, exactly. uh, we have a shit ton of debt. I wonder why. Yeah. They they're just like, oh, look, our women's team don't look. Him and Dembele. <laughs> Who was, who was the worst signing, uh, Coutinho or Dembele? Because Coutinho scored more goals against Barcelona than he did oh, for uh, Barcelona while being on the Barcelona payroll. It's got to be Coutinho because he doesn't even play. At least Dembele plays. Yeah, that's fair. Although he did miss the biggest goal, and that's why they lost to Liverpool because it was wide open. Anyway, yeah. we're going to cover the football right after this. Hey guys, this is Sturge from Chop Sports, and I want to talk to you about a new hobby of mine, and that's real estate. 
Ever since we brought on our resident realtor here at Chop Sports, that's all I can think about. So we got another one. You know who's really good at this stuff? Jay Devlin of CRG Homes. Jay is out of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and business is booming. Whether you're looking to relocate, buy, rent, or literally purchase property and watch your stacks get higher, Jay is the guy to do this for you. He's already in the process of helping me out right now on a possible summer home. Call Jay right now, 843-315-5913, and have yourself a chat and learn about all the perks and tell him Chop Sports sent you. Okay, we back. Mike, are you ready to talk any FA Cup action? Did you watch? Did you care? You know, I didn't see the game. Uh, I didn't care. I uh, <laughs> forgot that it was on. Uh, uh, I, I, will, I will recap. No, I feel, no honestly... That's fine. I know that Chelsea lost and I was very happy about it when I saw the score, but I actually, the last few games, like when you guys were playing Chelsea as well, like when, when Spurs get knocked out of the FA cup, that competition just loses my consciousness completely. <laughs> uh, like I don't even get like notifications on it. Like I don't, oh, I'm in, I'm I, in. I, I watch care it. when Spurs are in it. I watch it. But so, that was the thing so- if it was on. If I knew it was on, I probably wouldn't paid attention, but like I didn't. And I was like, oh, okay, that's today. Great. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty cagey. Um, yeah. First half, defensive. Chelsea holding tight. They, again, did not create much. They, again, did not finish chances. And essentially, you know, it was a second half killer goal from Tielemans. That was it. And then uh, uh, Schmeichel made an incredible save on Mason Mount in like the last minute. And that's really it. The cool part of it was that Lester gets to carry the narrative of this is not the evil team. They had the son of, uh, of the, of, of Vishnai, the guy who uh, bought the team and was there for the, for the champions team. The son comes on the pitch, all the, he's hugging all the players. He's dancing with the players. Like there was a genuine sense of this is how ownership should be. Um, little do they know that they're investigated for fraud in Thailand, but Hey, that's fine. Um, Freud in Thailand is like, what are you also doing in Thailand if you're not committing? Fraud? Yeah, that's like the tenth. That's like the tenth least important war crime that's happening in the greater China region these days. Oh, well. Yeah, they're like they're, they're fine. Not worried about. So, it. so that was cool. Like the moment they're not concocting shit in labs. Yeah, yeah, no, they're not bats. Yeah, no, no, no. They're they're good there. Let don't talk about China. We have a big audience there. We have to sell sneakers there. Don't worry about it. I apologize, um, friends. <laughs> friends. Uh, don't talk about uh, Winnie the Pooh. Comrades. Either. Yeah. Don't talk about Winnie the Pooh either. Because uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a problem. Um, so, I mean, it was good from the perspective of the good guys winning narrative and the fans being in the stands. I mean, that goal and the guy running into yeah. the stands and Arlo White posting the video of him and his dad and his dad's friend watching the final whistle blow. It was manufactured, but it's good to see fans. And I think. That is one thing I'm taking away from the FA Cup and this last round of games is that there's going to be fans. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is a big deal. And like we talked about on Thursday, where you could do math and I couldn't, it's starting to look like Christmas. It's starting to look like Liverpool are going to get into this top four. Like you noted, uh, it's really, really extra tight. And as the namesake of our podcast is, it literally is, what is it, Mike? We are back into squeaky bum time. Yeah. So, so we have, we have, we have Liverpool on 63, Chelsea on 64, Leicester on 66, Chelsea and, and Leicester and Chelsea play each other 
while uh, Liverpool play Burnley and some other shit bird team that I can't remember off the top of my head. So Leicester played Chelsea and then Tottenham. And so their fate is in their own hands, but uh, it, it all, but it's, they have it's the all for me. It's all going to come down to Leicester yeah. and Chelsea. Yeah, they're going to come down. It's going to come down to that Chelsea match. Um, now, and it's going to be a question of who, 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 on a draw because then you get the, the really big stuff on the last day of the season. Right. Now, because the then that means other, Liverpool is going to go yeah. right past both of them. Right. The other big problem is Liverpool are not very good. <laughs> like they pull out a miracle oh. of miracles again. Can this team fucking just not get a break? Like, sure, they lost all their center backs. Uh, maybe that was their bad break, but they pull the goalie in the 94th minute and he scores just a worldly header unmarked and it's being treated as though it's like it's like it's like istanbul all over again they won a game that they were drawing to west bromwich albion who were fucking relegated like sometimes the narrative of liverpool is so infuriating it does make you crazy and think that you know there there are uh forces against your will happening but they do pull that game out. And this is what we watch football for. Like really cool, amazing moments of a goalkeeper scoring a goal and crying because his dad died and all the bumbo jumbo. A lot of religious. Wait, 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 wait. There. We got to lead into that differently. There was a goalie goal in stoppage time to win a game. And that's so cool until we tell you it was for Liverpool. And you're like, fuck, <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> Yeah, it was Cosmic a goal. Bullshit. It's coming it's back been again. Five in the Premier League ever. Five, yeah, I think. This doesn't happen. It never happens. It, in stoppage time no. to win a game, which, by the way, it looked like a striker hit it. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. And yeah. in the context of what that means for the table, I, you know, we talked about it on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Laurent couldn't do math, but I was saying, no, no, no. Liverpool has a game in hand, and they're going to be <laughs> right there. This was their game in hand. They fucked it up, and then they got saved by their goalie as a striker. I, I There's just – there are some things – you know, we talked a little bit about a few weeks ago with the Premier League scriptwriters and, and all that stuff, and this is shit that you can't write – yeah. You just can't make this up. Yeah. Oh, no. And and then it, that it happens Liverpool. to Liverpool, which makes it, it that it happens to Liverpool makes them part of the story. And and you know, like I know I, I sort of was was did a poor transition, but it's why you watch the season. It's for this. Like yeah. I can't imagine being a Liverpool fan, being invested in that game. Yes, a last second goal to get yourself closer to the champions league is super fucking exciting in and of itself that it's the goalkeeper who's had this tumultuous season. Who's basically the missing link along with he and Van Dyke to your team winning the champions league and then winning the league after 30 years. He's one of your guys. He's like guy. And then he does it. And he has this great post-game speech where he thanks all the other teams who are nice to who get sent notes about dad. And he's crying because his dad, mysteriously da- drowns in a pool in in brazil that makes me nervous but i'm sure it's true it was nothing wrong with it at all no flavella no money owed no like you said you were going to give us money to build a church type stuff none of that <laughs> but you know i think of the darkest things in the darkest moments uh like liverpool winning things so liverpool are in it they have a shot like they have two games to go they've burnley and 
Crystal Palace, find a way to do it like Tony Pulis did at Team Mont Cristambul in Liverpool again. Do it again, Crystal Palace! Oh, that would be amazing. Because uh, I don't want to see them in the Champions League because they're that good. Now, I do think that if they do Europa, they can't not try and win it, right? No, no, no. They can, they can play like if, every youth player. No, hold on. Liverpool will not play Van Dijk, you Salah, think they'll, or Mane they'll, until the round of 16. Yeah. At all. At all. Yeah. It'll be a youth okay. tournament for them. Okay. In fact, in fact, they might actually be more. Yeah, be- I think the thing for Liverpool alone, that I think might be more beneficial to them. Figure no, it out. I like the problem with with Liverpool is depth. Like they just they like after their first 12, 13 guys, there's nothing there. There's nothing. <laughs> you there. have nothing. Yeah, yeah. And if you're going to at the end of the day, if you're going to compete yeah. with Manchester City anyway. and even Man United, then you need to have guys who are coming in in that, frankly, 14, 15, 16 man on the depth chart who are almost as good as your top 11, and they don't have that at all. You have 20 guys to really kick ass. Right. Yeah. If you want to keep up with City, City is the exactly is the they're, machine. They're, Maybe you – Well, it's late. It's late over here in Florida. So let's let's make this one a quick one. Let's wrap her up. What we're going to do on Thursday, by the way, is uh, you know we've seen a lot of team this season, which, by the way – Sunday is championship Sunday. I don't know that the title has been given out already to city and all, but Sunday, for those of you that don't know, all of the games are played simultaneously. It's really, really cool. So what we're going to do, we're going to preview that on Thursday night. Um, but we're also going to give our teams of the season, our player of the season, our manager of the season. So we're going to come prepare for all that. Uh, so that's going to be a good season wrap up episode. We're going to look to the end of the premier league season, and then we'll obviously be on to the Champions league final. So there's a lot of good stuff coming up. We, uh, we appreciate all of our fans, listeners, friends, uh, you know, as part of the chop sports network, it's been really fun having, you know, being a part of the, the, the thing that, uh, that Dave and Chris are building there. Uh, and we're really excited about it. So take us home, Lerun. That was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mike Salerno and Laurent Cortines. We release episodes on Mondays and Thursdays. Please rate and review as it makes a huge difference. And we are proud members of the Chopped Network. And we had a choppy episode.